within three years of my career, ended up being here. Fell in love with uh, Colorado State, loved being here, was here for half my career, so kind of wanted to call Colorado home after I finished up playing. What is it, three three games in four days? It's really going to be a test for us. It's going to be something that's completely different, but we have a big squad, so I think we're going to be able to deal with it. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Rapids Podcast. I'm Rapids Media Relations Director David Lindholm, here alongside, as usual, Richard Fleming, who you know as the play-by-play man on Altitude. It's a bit of a different week for the club this week. There's no first-team match this weekend for the first time since the 2013 season started, but there's still plenty going on. On today's show, we're going to take a look at some of the other things happening in and around the club. Yes, we've got a few features for you this week. Outside of the first team, we'll be speaking to a former player and we'll be hearing for uh, ahead of what will be an extremely hectic period for the Rapids women's team. That's all coming up. The Rapids also have Shane O'Neill and Dylan Serna with the USU-20s in France right now and hopefully in Turkey before too long. Rapids reserves Saturday in Pennsylvania facing the Harrisburg City Islanders. U-16s heading to the postseason. As you said, the Rapids women, three games in four days. But first, Richard, you've been catching up with former Rapids recently, and this week you spoke to Richie Kachow, who played in MLS from 1998 to 2008 and with the Rapids from 2001 to 2005. Yeah, it was a great uh, chat with Richie. He settled uh, just north of Denver with his family. Uh, I began by asking how his move first to the Rapids came about, but then he took me back to the very beginning of his life in MLS. The funny thing is, you know, playing in college, you know, D.C. United was a team nearby. Um, Aspirations of playing, you know, were 50-50. League started picking up a little bit more. Um, They had the draft. It wasn't as pronounced as what it is now. Um, You know, on televised and lots of different things there. Um, They had the combines. I wasn't at the combine, so I was at home. I get a call from Bob Bradley. Hey, Richie, we picked you up number two uh, right when I graduated. You're going to Chicago. Great feeling. Um, I think people at the Combine were a little surprised, like, this guy's not even here at the Combine. What's going on? Um, So I went out to Chicago, you know, won the MLS Cup the first year, the Open Cup, started majority of the games until I got injured. Then um, hard to get back into the lineup, you know. We had a good squad at the time. And then uh, Tim Hankinson, who further uh, came down the line with uh, the Rapids, uh, brought me to Tampa, Tampa Bay Mutiny. Mm -hmm. So I was with him and then uh, for a couple years and then, he came out to Colorado, brought myself, Carlos Valderrama, Scott Garlic out to Colorado. So within three years of my career, ended up being here. Fell in love with it, fell in love with uh, Colorado State. You know, loved being here, was here for half my career. So just kind of wanted to call Colorado home uh, after I finished up playing. A lot of people have said that, that they fell in love with Colorado. You, you're from out of state. Yeah. What makes this place so special? Was it the state and the soccer? Was it the sport? Was it the culture? Was it the people? What, what was it about? Yeah, to me, I mean, uh, I'm an outdoorsy person. I like doing lots of things outside. Granted, um, new career doesn't allow me to, to kind of get outside as much as I want to. Um, but I love fishing, you know, just the sun, the atmosphere. You can do anything at any time of the year. And I just totally, fully immerse myself in that when I get the chance to. Now, with the Rapids, um, Tell us about the time that you were with them, the sort of players, the, the sort of form, the sort of success that you had. What was that like? Yeah, so coming into to Colorado, my first game was the 4th of July, uh, old mile high, 60,000 some odd people. I'm sure half of them were there to see the fireworks, more so than the Rapids. But, um, but it was just a great, you know, uh, first experience to be here with Colorado. 
And again, you know, you know, you do you do a lot of work with Marcelo Balboa. He was with the team. John Spencer was with the team. So we had a lot of great guys, some younger guys as well. And we go into that game and you know win three nothing in front of sixty thousand people. And it's like, so holy cow, you know, we got all these people behind us. And um, you know, then you know, obviously within the, within the league, you always have people coming and going. But we've had quite a few people. You know, good players come in and out. You know, and some players are still within the area. You know, Bravo's still with the Rapids. You know, he kind of moved away and was drawn back to Colorado. You know, Marcelo's been around a little bit back to Colorado. Um, you know, Chris Martinez, who was featured the other day, um, loves Colorado and stays here. So, uh, and calls at home. Is there is there one game, one memory that, that that stands out for you during your time with the Rapids? I mean, good or bad. <laughs> Well, we don't try to rely on the bad stuff, right? Um, no, but like I said, I think the the first game that we had coming into the, the you know to Colorado, I've, we've been here a week. Myself, Carlos Valderrama, and uh, Scott Garlic, been here for about a week or so training. Got the Fourth of July coming up, and you always hear it's such a big, big game, massive crowd. Just going in there and having sixty thousand people behind you, and just the the crowd erupting, you know, when uh, when those goals were scored was probably one of my most uh, heartfelt moments of Colorado. So that's Richard Fleming speaking to former Colorado Rapids defender Richie Kacha, who still calls Colorado home, and even this year played in the U.S. Open Cup with amateur side Colorado Rovers. And very close to scoring what would have been the winning goal. That one went to penalties. They were knocked out in the end by Georgia Revolution. It's interesting also that his favourite moment was uh, 4th of July, uh, which happened to be his debut for the Rapids. Uh, John Spencer, I recall, when I spoke to him a few weeks back, he scored a hat-trick uh, on the 4th of July. That was his favourite moment. Um, as far as I'm concerned, you know, f- for me, this season, this year, will be my first 4th of July in the USA. I've spent uh, you know quite a lot of time over here. Um, it will be my first 4th of July and, of course, my first in, in Major League Soccer. We're expecting another sellout, and it's a big fixture against the side doing very well in the East New York Red Bulls. Yeah, you're in for a treat. 4th of July in America is nothing to be messed with. It's It's an exciting day. I remember growing up in New England, I would hear about the Rapids matches. They used to draw huge crowds at, at the old uh, Mile High Stadium downtown. But uh, now we're going to turn our attention back to the first team for a moment, take a look at Connor Doyle, forward from the Dallas area, who's currently playing with Derby County in England. He joined the Rapids in training last week just for a short stint with the club. Yeah, and it's interesting. Obviously, it's, this has is, is come about with the, with the partnership uh, between Tim Hinchy, the president here at the club, and Derby County. Uh, Tim was with uh, Derby for a number of years uh, in the English Championship. So that is, is a, as a consequence, uh, Connor Doyle is here training. I caught up with him and uh, just asked him how it all came about. I was home for two weeks before this, but... Uh... To be back out training and stuff, it feels really nice to, especially be doing it like in the home country. It's a bit weird, but it's it's nice to be back. Did this come as a as a bolt from the blue? How was this this decided? Um, no, I think we talked about it towards the end of the season about me coming out here, and uh, after a few of the boys, I think, came over to us um, this past season, and then uh, at the end of our season, we kind of talked about coming out and training and seeing what would happen and see if anything would develop. But uh, no, I think it's just the partnership, obviously, with Mr. Hinchy and that um, being a part of the club and. Being able to do this, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice thing to have. So that's Derby County forward Connor Doyle. He's currently training with the Rapids, and he's speaking to Richard Fleming. Dallas area seems to turn out a, a lot of quality players. Just on the Rapids, Drew Moore, Chris Clute also, and, and Dylan Powers, all from that area. 
Yeah, and of course the connection doesn't end there because Conor Doyle and Dylan Powers have a past, they have history, uh, with their fathers having played together in MISL. So it's nice that uh, I know, having spoken to Conor, he has followed Dylan Powers' career, so the fact that they're training together, it's it's almost history repeating itself. Yeah, when I asked Dylan when they first trained together, he said when they were, you know, just little kids maybe five six years old just kicking the ball around in the family room of of the dallas sidekicks uh indoor soccer game so they've they've known each other quite a long time you look at that now and who would have thought there's four or five year olds that they would have gone their separate ways the families would have drifted apart and they come back together here uh, at the rapids it's it's a it is a lovely story and the fact that there is that familiarity and it always amazes me you know a nation the size of the usa and that yet soccer can bring these people together and it is, in a sense, such a small community at the same size at the time as, as being such a huge country. And there's also another connection. If uh, Connor Doyle had decided not to sign a professional contract when he was 18 years old with Derby County in England, he would have instead played his college soccer at Creighton, which is where Brian Mullen went and where Rapids Academy star Ricardo Perez is going to enroll this fall. Brian Mullen will be featured on Altitude TV in the coming days. That should be quite an interesting feature because Brian is not always the sort of guy that that opens up well it's true it's it, sometimes it's a little like pulling teeth to get brian to talk to talk into the mic although you saw a few weeks ago we had that that video <laughs> online where he was making fun of drew moore um but yeah it's a, he's he's a colorado guy he loves being in colorado and so they filmed an interview with him altitude did at uh, one of his favorite fishing holes they're they're talking to his wife who's a, a high school boys soccer coach here in here in the denver area uh it should be a good feature it, it airs monday on Altitude at 6pm. Yes, and as well as that feature on Brian Mullen Rapids Report is of course on each week on Altitude from 6pm on Thursday. It is repeated, so do check your local listings for details. Alright, changing it up a little bit. While the Rapids first team has this coming weekend off, the Rapids women do not have that luxury. They've been training hard for the last few days. Richard, you were able to stop by one of their practice sessions and find out why. The Colorado Rapids women's team will be kept on their toes over the next few days. Whilst the men's first team have the weekend off, the women travel to California, where it's fair to say they'll be kept very busy. Something new for English defender Anita Cox. It's a little bit different from college. Um, There may be times where you have one game and then you have a rest day and then you're playing again, but that's not so often. I think that, what what is it, three three games in four days? It's really going to be a test for us. It's going to be something that's completely different, but we have a big squad, so I think we're going to be able to deal with it. I know that Pally, our first game, we're, um, we were just talking about it. We're on the plane, and then that night we have to be out on the field to play against one of, one of the hardest oppositions in the league, so it'll be really exciting, and it's going to be interesting to see how, how we do. We're practising every single day, and you have to just make sure that you give it all you can and you recover well. So it's one of those situations where we're going to play hard for 90 minutes, We'll come back in, maybe someone else will come in, substitute you out, you recover, rest your body and you get ready for that next game. It's definitely probably one of the most important parts in our season. A lot of people look to the end of the season and it's like, OK, try and get our points now. If we can get points and stay at the top of the league for us, that's going to be massive for us. And I think that that's why the girls are excited, we're laughing, we're joking, we're ready to play. We're excited to get out to California for sure. Those games are against Pali Blues on Thursday, Los Angeles on Friday and Santa Clarita on Sunday. Three games in four days is not uncommon in the W League. Last year the team had a similarly hectic schedule in the Northwest, as midfielder Erin Gunther explains. 
last year actually it's kind of funny you bring that up because we were late to the game <laughs> so I think we're going to be prepared for some craziness but uh um yeah it's definitely super important like I said the days off on road trips are the most important thing like getting recovered and resting our legs and getting ready for the next game I think that's literally all it comes down to it's funny looking at the league now everyone's already played two games we've only played one so we're sitting in a good spot I think I'm looking forward to it how do you prepare yourself mentally for something like that because as you say everybody says oh we'll take it one game at a time but that's normally a week in between games you've got you know a day maybe two days in between each game I think that makes it even more important to take it one game at a time um, focus on the first game get it done with um, do what we have to do and then focus on recovering then next game prepare for that get it done <laughs> and just try and get through it I mean it's gonna be tough but it's gonna be fun with a possible nine points up for grabs over the coming days before a more modest road trip to Colorado Rush next Tuesday, the title may not be won this weekend, but hopes of success this season could be severely dented. Here's head coach Daniel Klitnovich. All games, like last season, uh, on the road are tough. Uh, the other Colorado teams pulled some good results already, uh, so I think it gives us even more confidence after beating them uh, last weekend. Uh, you know, for us, every game take it as to go to go for the win uh, but uh, seven seven out of the nine nine out of the nine is what we're really aiming for without a doubt unfortunately we don't have a luxury uh, this first game against Pally Blues which uh, I'm, I'm, I think they're a, they're a very good team even though they drop points in the opener uh, we travel on the same day we play which uh, it's not ideal uh, it's just happened that way um, uh, but I, I, I'm very confident that the girls we've been training quite intense we've, we've gradually tapered off so there's, the, the legs will be rested but they're going to give give their all in that first game and then we're going to look for depth in the second we've got a day off and then we'll probably look to uh, pick the best players for that final game that, that have performed well in the other two games without a doubt coming away with uh, not a very good weekend or a couple of days in those three games can, can definitely hurt you we're sitting third with one game played uh, other teams have played three games so you know we can if we do well we could really uh, be in, in, in a very good position regarding uh, qualifying for playoffs Daniel Kliknovich there and the Rapids women return to Dick's Sporting Goods Park on June 14th when they face Seattle Sounders women that'll be kicking off at 6pm so it sounds like a hectic weekend for the Rapids women with those three games in four days. All important games early in the season, hoping to get ahead in their, in their standings. And the Rapids reserves also looking to get back on track. They'll be headed to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So it's still a busy weekend for the Rapids. Yeah, the reserves taking on the Harrisburg City Islanders, who've already beaten the Rapids reserves this season. They won 2-1 at Dick's Sporting Goods Park on April 20th. That followed the match against Seattle Sounders FC. I think we'll see an interesting squad this weekend in Pennsylvania. Stuart Seuss is nursing a lower back injury. He's had some back spasms this week. So goalkeeper is a real question. I, I don't know if the team's going to have Clint Irwin travel. And, and one of the other goalkeepers that's been training with the team all week is Andrew Epstein, who stars for the Rapids under-16 team and will be a freshman at Stanford in the fall. And that in itself, aside from the, the match this weekend, but that just tells you how healthy the youth academy is here with the Rapids and we, we saw with the the Rapids team training this week that there were a number of fringe players I noticed Shane O'Neill's younger brother just the age of 16 was training with the side on Wednesday so that bodes well for the future I think as far as this weekend is concerned I would imagine they're going to send a strong side to Harrisburg as you say uh, A to get back on track but also I think to send a message that uh, the performance the display um, certainly the outcome against Orlando City in the US Open Cup uh, we 
week or so ago was not what was uh, required. So uh, a message to be sent out to Harrisburg City Islanders this weekend and, and obviously to gain some sort of revenge for that defeat here back in April. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, the scrimmage on Wednesday morning here at Dick's Gordium Sporting Goods Park. It was between the sort of Rapids reserve squad that you might expect to see in Pennsylvania and a combined group of Rapids U18, U16 players. Interesting in that game, there was Jaime Castrillon getting a, getting a lot of good minutes out on the field. I think we could see him this weekend, and that would be an exciting return for, for, for him after a long injury. You also might see some of those youth team players, guys like Brian Windsor, who, who's another player headed off to the NCAA ranks this fall. He'll be at Princeton. So we could see some of those youth players. Unfortunately, you won't see a guy like Connor Doyle. In these MLS-USL uh, matches that's, that are new this year, you are not allowed to use training players, trialists. You're allowed to use players from your academy and your first team squad. For this reserve match in Harrisburg, I'll be there, so make sure to follow at Colorado Rapids on Twitter as well as checking coloradorapids.com for updates from Pennsylvania. And just looking ahead, of course, our next home game is here at Dick's Sporting Goods Park on June 15th. Tickets uh, 303-825-GOAL. Go to coloradorapids.com. Then, of course, there are the three road games. They are Chicago, Portland, Montreal. So a busy period in June before back here at the start of July with back-to-back home games on the 4th and the 7th. And on both of those games, there will be fireworks here. Uh, I mean, maybe on the pitch, but certainly off the pitch as well, there will be fireworks. I so knew, uh, oh, I, I, I had to throw that one in. Uh, so, you know, the next six weeks, in terms of uh, the hectic period of the uh, of the season, the telling time of the season, uh, very much so, but also a very exciting time because we've been filling the stadiums here, uh, the fans have been getting behind the side, the team is coming back to full fitness, and it really is, I would say, a pivotal point of the season. So we've got all that to look forward to. Thanks again for listening to the Rapids podcast. That's it for us today. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next week. 